0: Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers, part of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. I'm Erin Fraser.
1: And I'm Matt Bose. In this episode, we're discussing tortured musicians and the women who love them.
0: First up, Rembir Kapoor must live a life of pain in order to imbue his music with emotion in MTS Ali's 2011 romance, Rockstar. So much emotion.
1: Then, Aditya Roy Kapoor, speaking of emotion, <laughs> tries to pull himself away from the bottle long enough to launch Shraddha Kapoor's singing career in Mohit Suri's 2013 weepy, Asha 2.
0: Finally, Ramveer Singh desperately wants to impress rapper Nas in Zoya Akhtar's newly released gritty rap drama, Gully Boy.
1: Before we begin, we would like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, traditional lands of First Nations and Métis people.
0: We'd also just like to give a disclaimer at the top of the show that due to the content of some of these films, we will be discussing uh, substance abuse and alcohol addiction, as well as domestic violence.
1: Yeah, lots of it.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) some of it. Yeah. Uh, welcome back, lovers. It's our first regular episode of 2019. And we're discussing a brand new release that is uh, firing, lighting up, fi- firing up the box office, lighting up the box office. What's yeah,
1: it made 77 crore. Yeah. I saw today. Yeah, first I week. hear good.
0: Will Smith is a fan.
1: Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> saw the little video of Will Smith uh, digging the movie. Yeah.
0: Um, but before we get to Gully Boy... Uh, and also two other <laughs> movies that we have
1: to talk about for some reason.
0: Yes. Uh, we have a new review, Matt. Oh, no way. Yeah, we're starting off uh, the new year with a new review. This comes from the U.S. iTunes store, and it is from Chocaholic 67 Nice. Chocaholic 67 writes... I listened to my first, but not last, Bollywood is for Lovers podcast today. My introductory episode was the 2018 Year in Review.
1: Oh boy, that's quite the uh, yeah. starter. Yeah.
0: Thank you for sticking with us in that <laughs> yeah, episode. <thanks. laughs> I saw many of the movies the hosts reviewed. But not all, and I took notes on the films the host recommended that I had missed. I have heard so much about Razzie; I really need to move that up on my priority list. True. You do, yeah. Chocoholic 76, you do. It's yeah. very
1: good. Yeah, get your head in the game here.
0: Based on the banter between the hosts, I feel like they have similar taste to what I do in these films. It may well be the common Western lens we are watching through. When my daughter and I get together to watch Bali movies, and we stop to critique plot or pacing or whatnot, we have long... Call disclaimed our criticisms as our unwanted Western woman opinion. Hmm. <laughs> These critiques are like our own unrecorded podcasts. Hmm. Anyway, I have only ever listened to one other podcast, and that is another Bali themed show called Kadan by You Podcast.
1: The Kandan Show? Yeah, it's yes. good stuff. Shout uh, out to uh, Awesome Bernie and the uh, the uh, the crew over there, mm-hmm. slogging through the uh, the 90s and 2000s output of the various cons, so you don't have to.
0: Which I try to keep up with on its bi-weekly podcast basis. Look forward to each new show and listener opinion poll when offered. It is through social media links to other Bali-loving podcast listeners of Kandan that I linked over to this show. Hmm. If today's show sample is representative of the whole, I will be adding Bollywood is for Lovers into my Bali podcast rotation Thanks for the fun. I look forward to your next offering. That is a very long review, but uh, very
1: and we read the whole thing.
0: Yeah, very um, informative. Thank you so much for those kind words. I'd also add, uh, you know, that you might want to check out the Split Screen podcast mm-hmm. uh, and the Movie Walla podcast, which are also, uh, you know, fellow Bali loving podcasts in English. In English,
1: uh, yeah. Glad you liked it. I would say that the 2018 review was definitely a lot longer than our episodes are so you know this one would feel like a breeze
0: We're, we're not we're not known for our brevity though Matt.
1: No no we are not.
0: All right Matt uh, today we're discussing uh, one of our favorite movie tropes.
1: Oh yeah, it's great
0: uh, the tortured artist
1: yeah aka the MTS Ali special.
0: I don't think it's going to surprise people. Uh, to hear that, that we we're not particularly fond of this trope.
1: I mean, I, I work in an artistic industry. Yeah. And I, like, we've seen a few movies about, uh, you know, kind of tortured authors. That's who I work with. Mm-hmm. And generally those people are just a pain in the ass or no one likes. <laughs> so having to spend two and a half hours with them in a film is, you know, reminiscent too much of work for me to really enjoy it too much. Unless
0: any of your authors are currently listening. Those are the ones you like, right? Oh,
1: yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, you're my number one author. (laughs)
0: Uh, I think part of my issue with this cliche is that these films are often really rote. They're really Mm -hmm. formulaic, uh, especially when they're Mm biopics. The three that we're going to be discussing... Well, I think you could potentially make an argument that Gully Boy is a a quasi-biopic and that it is inspired by some real-life people. Yeah,
1: they mentioned them right at the beginning.
0: Yeah. Um, but for the most part, these are all um, kind of original um, characters created for the movies.
1: Apart from Two, which is based on... A long-running series of films that gets remade every 30 years or Yeah, so.
0: but it's not based on anyone's real life. No. Like, no. say, Bohemian Rhapsody or yeah. Ray or, you know, all those films that um, fall into the music biopic genre.
1: There is that kind of archetypal, like, tortured singer guy that you do see in a lot of Hindi films. Yeah. And I wonder if there is one Hindi singer that they are pointing to. That we just don't know.
0: Yeah, we might not know the the origin of of the trope, at least in the way it pertains to Bollywood.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: I think my main issue with this cliche is that I really dislike how the media tells us that in order to make great art, you have to have suffered.
1: Yes, it's a stupid trope.
0: (laughs) Uh, and, And I think it... It, it becomes a kind of self-aggrandizing prophecy that can often um, glamorize very poor behavior.
1: Yes. Um, this is especially true for Rockstar, where he's literally said, like, you cannot make great art <laughs> unless you experience great trauma. And what this guy who runs the canteen at the university should probably have told him is that also your great trauma is generally inflicted on someone else. Mm-hmm. Like... All of, a, a lot of the bad things that happen to Nargis, apart from her bone or whatever it is that's killing her, um, is like just by virtue of having met Jordan. <laughs> so it's a very phallocentric trope. I can't really think of too many films off the top of my head, even Hollywood ones, where it's a woman artist who's given the same amount of latitude and being a shithead. Can you? And there's some guy following her around, you know, eating up all the uh, paint?
0: Not off the top of my head. I mean, obviously, there are some some musical biopics, like uh, uh, Selena and Coal Miner's Daughter. Um, I also think of something like Frida. I mean, but
1: they're kind of be- beatified, right? Like, they're, yeah. they're not, like, a shitty person.
0: Yeah, I hear that we're going to get that with Her Smell. Okay. Which is uh, a movie I'm really looking forward to. It's the new Alex Ross Perry film,
1: With and Elizabeth Moss.
0: Yeah, Elizabeth Moss is playing like a kind of like a Courtney Love.
1: Yes, Courtney Love is a person who, like, I could that should be an archetype you see in a lot of more movies because she is living this rock star lifestyle. Yeah, has experienced great pain in that her you know, husband killed himself, and you know we're willing to give her enough rope on like, okay, mm-hmm. well she's had all this bad stuff happen to her she likes to party, you know?
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that one and apparently she is not a likable person in that film.
1: Fantastic. Uh, do you know what we could do with less of? Likable people in movies.
0: <laughs> There's also Vox Lux, uh, mm. a recent Natalie Portman film where she plays a uh, pop star who uh, uh, kind of as a result of some trauma that she faces pretty early on in her life, she is kind of uh, catapulted to fame, and this fame, uh, and this trauma does does not turn her into a a nice person. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, I, I I'm sure there are other examples.
1: I think that, um,
0: but those are two top of mind that I think are potentially you know showing a more feminine perspective of this often male
1: trope. Male, male artists yeah. are allowed to get away with this.
0: Yeah, and you, you see, see a lot it, more
1: of these than you do female artists.
0: I think that's true, and you see it in things like Crazy Heart and Ray, like a lot of biopics. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think this is certainly a
1: 24-hour um, um, party people being the exception <laughs> where you're never supposed to think that that guy is cool.
0: <laughs> I hope not. Um, but just this idea, yeah, this idea of this kind of like tortured and um, self-destructive. Artist, this narrative um, usually coalesces around a male artist, and a Dewey our Co- a
1: Dewey Cox type.
0: Yeah, and our three examples here are all about men. So our first film is Rockstar, came out in 2011. It's directed by Imtiaz Ali,
1: who has made an entire career on this trope.
0: Ah, uh, I mean Highway. Highway is very different.
1: Highway is different. Hi- I'll give him that much, but he's done a lot of like tamasha's like this. Yeah. And, um, Jab
0: we met is a bit like this because Shahid Kapoor is a he's he's
1: a depressed uh, scion of a industrialist yeah
0: who wants to kind of break free from that
1: yeah, yeah. and I guess Anushka Sharma is kind of the same thing in Jab uh, Harry Met Sejal. but I mean I don't know what real, Jab Harry I don't know met yeah is. yeah it's yeah. Um, he likes to shoot in foreign locales. Let's say that much.
0: Um, it stars Renbir Kapoor, Nargis Fakhri. This was her debut role. Aditi Rao Hydri and Shami Kapoor in his last film role. The music is by A.R. Rahman.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: and Ranbir Ren- Kapoor's singing parts were done by Mohit Chauhan. Uh, the song, the, the soundtrack was very popular, which is something that we are going to repeat for... Uh, most of these films, though. I'm not entirely sure how the Gully Boy soundtrack is doing yet, but
1: I suspect it'll be
0: really popular.
1: Sada Hak, though, that's that's our favorite song, and it's also the Eros Now logo uh, theme song for a while.
0: Yes, it it was also the When someone tells
1: you about his latest blockbusters.
0: It was also the uh, breakout hit song of the film, Uh, and the youth responded very well to it. It was a youth anthem.
1: It's such... uh, Watching it... After all this, though, it's a weird song uh, to use for such marketing purposes because it it finds the main character of the film conflating his sort of like romantic troubles Mm -hmm. with like freeing Tibet and (laughs) like um, breaking away against the establishment.
0: Yeah, it's it's,
1: It's like it feels so minor compared to what everyone else is getting out of the song. Yeah, which I don't know if that was on purpose or not.
0: It's oddly political, I guess. In a film that I think, for the most part, is really not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so the film was nominated for eight film for awards, including Best Film and Best Director. And it won five, including <clears throat> Best Actor and Best Actor Critics, okay, Best Music, Best Lyricist, and Best Male Playback Singer.
1: You know, the music is the best part of the movie.
0: Yes, the music is certainly the best part of the movie. Now, as you know, Matt... I watch a lot of Coffee with Quran You do? <laughs> I love Coffee with Quran. I usually leave the room because I...
1: I find it kind of insufferable.
0: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, it's, you know, it's not for everyone, but uh, I think it's really enjoyable. And on Coffee with Quran Karen Johar, during his rapid fire, often asks his guests to rank people. So. hmm Actresses by looks is a common one. Yeah. It's stupid and reductive. (laughs) Go on. Actresses and actors by talent. Uh And one thing that frequently surprises me is that people will put Rambeer Kapoor at the top and talk about his performance in Rockstar and how it blew them away. And this has always surprised me because I remember hating Rockstar when we watched it. The first time. The first time. And so I was interested to revisit it, partly because people keep mentioning it as as being great, and I, I found this movie insufferable the first time we watched it.
1: He can be a very good actor, Jagger yeah. Jesus, awesome, Barfi, yeah. awesome, yeah, Giovanni hi, fantastic. They
0: also frequently mention Barfi, yeah, but
1: um, yeah. in this even even Tamasha, which is a very similar character, yeah. I would say I prefer Tamasha. Same director, even.
0: Yeah, no, Tamasha's better. Yeah, Uh, he's
1: got more going on upstairs, basically.
0: Unfortunately, revisiting this movie, I don't see it. So it opens, uh, we're in, I think, Italy.
1: Yeah, I think he's in Verona.
0: Rambier Kapoor is, like, a mess. He's getting drunk, he's He's late for his concert. He got into
1: a fight with a bunch of constabularies playing, I don't know, some card game.
0: He's just a mess. And then we flash back to him in his college days. And we see Corrible him... Horrible
1: haircut. Yeah. Dressed like a super nerd.
0: We see him as No like, wonder
1: he hasn't gotten laid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As a, as a nerd who is like trying to busk and entertain people with his music. Yes. But no one is interested.
1: Sidebar. Uh, both Aaron and I... <laughs> are deeply offended when someone brings a, a, an acoustic guitar to a party. Oh god,
0: I hate that guy.
1: I hate it when, you know, someone expects like, oh, there's a bunch of people sitting around. They obviously want to hear my music. And one thing that Rockstar does extremely right <laughs> is, um...
0: Uh, is show that no one likes yeah. the guy who brings the guitar to the party? Yeah,
1: Kapoor's character who, I forget his phone name... Or the name.
0: campfire on the beach. Just yeah. put your guitar away. No one cares.
1: Kapoor's character who eventually goes by Jordan. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, Is hassled by some cops for annoying people who are sitting at the bus stop. And you know what? Those cops were right.
0: (laughs) Yes. This is a moment we actually enjoyed in the movie. Yeah. Uh, His mentor at his college then tells him. Who runs
1: the college canteen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Then tells him that uh, he'll never be a great artist like his idol, Jim Morrison,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) uh, because he hasn't lived a life of pain.
1: Talk about a great guy (laughs) to, uh, you know, base your entire life around. Jim Morrison, that classic, you know, not member of a shitty band.
0: In walks. You don't like the doors?
1: I think the doors were good in Apocalypse Now. (laughs) Okay. But like, come on. Most of their songs were dumb bullshit.
0: I know nothing about rock music, so I'm staying out of this conversation. Go on. Uh, in walks Nargis Bakri, who is a dancer.
1: He is told that she is the hottest girl in school, and, and he this just ins- believes that. He believes that and says, "Oh, well, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get my heart broken by someone, it might as well be the hottest girl in school who doesn't know who I am, doesn't yeah. care about me at all. I'm just immediately going to say I'm in love with her and get my heart broken." So and the the movie does adequately say that this is a stupid idea, I think. Yeah. Later on, once she gets into him, that's where it starts to lose yeah. me.
0: So he starts to court her. and He first, tries to yeah.
1: by walking up and saying, I'm in love with you.
0: <laughs> and at first, she is not at all interested in him.
1: Rightfully so.
0: Um, partly because she's engaged to be married. Yeah. But then she kind of warms up to him. And essentially... Uses him as a way to kind of escape her own oppressive environment and just like live a little. Yes. So they go to like a sexy movie. She and, wants to and do che- drunk. She
1: wants to do cheap things.
0: Yeah, they become also more-
1: annoying. And this is a trope that in real life uh, pisses me off because I think it's often used by abusers. Uh, is that uh, Ranbir Kapoor's character uh, says he gets drunk. He splashes a little bit of uh, booze oh, on yeah. himself and throws away the drink. And then pretends to be drunk. And that's like a creepy move. If you're going to get drunk, go get drunk. Yeah. If you want to pretend to be drunk, join a drama class.
0: He's just trying to fit in.
1: Uh, but that's that's creepy, though.
0: But she notices it and calls him out on it. Yes. So then he actually has to drink.
1: But like, that, that's a way that like men who want to prey on drunk women often oh, yeah. will just pretend to yeah, be drunk. Like, it's... oh, I'm so wasted right now. When, in fact, they're in full possession of their faculties and looking for consent with people who aren't. Yeah. Which I, I... think is bullshit.
0: I would say the gender politics in this film are not progressive. You think? (laughs) Uh, So anyways. We're a little
1: incensed by this film. (laughs) Also, I'm drinking lots of Red Bull to stay awake because in true rock star fashion, (laughs) we drank a bunch of wine and fell asleep yesterday and didn't actually record the episode. So this one's coming in hot.
0: (laughs) All right. So she warms up to him. He eventually attends her wedding and then she goes off to live in Prague. Uh, Losing her has kind of given him... The spark that he needs. He finally he is able
1: to write a song. He finally
0: <laughs> signs a record deal and catches the eye of Aditi Rao Hydri, who is kind of a journalist who phases in and out of the film.
1: She's profiling him for some show about like new artists. Also of note, um, if the movie's thesis is true, that he has to suffer heartbreak in order to make real art... How can we have to listen to a bunch of his songs <laughs> before he suffered the heartbreak when the movie itself is saying that these are bad? I don't know. Like, I can we just know. skip to him being good? I don't
0: know. So, anyways, he doesn't get along well with the head of the record company. It was a hilarious
1: stereotype of, like, an out-of-touch, yes. rich, uh, like, creepo um, record exec. I like that a lot. He, he did a good job. His but, crazy <laughs> outfits are the best part.
0: But then we find yeah. out that... Uh, a group of the artists are going to Prague, which mm-hmm. is where Nargis Fackery lives. So of course, Rambir Kapoor tries to—or sorry, Jordan. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan. tries to get sent to Prague. He
1: doesn't butter him up. He says, "I'll sign literally any stupid contract <laughs> that locks me into like a lifetime of servitude for you. I just need to go to Prague. Yeah. When he could just buy a ticket on a plane to go to Prague. or well, I might need a visa
0: and something. I
1: guess, but yeah, yeah. So he
0: gets to Prague. Of course, looks up Nargis and they begin an affair. Mm-hmm. Um, she I thought
1: that part of the movie was actually pretty good. Like
0: It's okay. Them yeah.
1: reconnecting and her rebelling against her husband, who is apparently just fine.
0: Yeah, he seems fine.
1: Yeah, he's just boring. Yeah. Unlike, you know, Jordan, mm-hmm. who <laughs> uh, now that he's got the pain inside of him is
0: not boring. He doesn't want to leave Prague when kind of the when everything is over and, and Nargis I don't know, comes to her senses, I guess, and breaks up with him. So he breaks, he like misses his flight and breaks into her home.
1: Gets arrested.
0: Gets arrested. And then this gives him like this bad boy image. And he goes on to pour his heart and soul into this album that skyrockets him to fame. Isn't
1: it called Restricted or something like that? Uh, Hooked?
0: Yeah, something like that, and it's like him behind bars. I don't yeah. remember the title. And this is where from. the
1: Sadaha comes, song comes from, which is a decent song,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> Once we know, like, the reasoning behind it, though, it's lacking somewhat,
0: yes. And then from there, it you know, he continues to be a disaster, meanwhile. Nargis discovers that she's dying.
1: She's dying of a wasting disease. Some
0: sort of fatal disease. That can
1: only be cured by hugs. So this as we know Uh, takes place in the Munabai universe where mm -hmm. hugs can cure uh, whatever ails you.
0: That kind of sums it up. I think part part of why this film doesn't work Aside from kind of the, the issues that I think we've already clearly elaborated on. That and that half of the
1: songs are literally done before <laughs> we ourselves know yeah. that he is a good artist.
0: Yeah, that 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 to a certain extent we just find this prem- premise um, somewhat off-putting.
1: Reductive, stupid.
0: Yeah. Uh, I could look past that if Ranbir Kapoor and Nargis Bakri had any chemistry whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Now, I... I We've seen Nargis in, in other films. Um I know that she's been fine in some other films, but to
1: assume she's decent as a hot lady who had a party at her house one time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the sort of role she should play more. Yeah. I, she wore not- a bikini in that too. That was another good part of the movie.
0: And her voice is being dubbed. Uh, she's she's American. She grew up in Queens. Um so I'm you know, she was she's not speaking uh, Hindi herself. We're not hearing her actual voice, so yeah. her her we should get someone to dub us
1: for when we have problems with names. <laughs> this is genius, you're right,
0: so her performance isn't fully coming through. We're only really getting it in um her on screen performance, not mm-hmm. a we're not getting a vocal performance from her, but it's just i find it I find her really flat. yes her um, character just, has
1: no real dimensions apart from rich girl who likes to try some stuff. But it's not and even... And there's no,
0: there's no spark between her and Rambier no. Court. You know, like it just...
1: Like mm-hmm. if she was getting like a sick pleasure out of hanging out with poor people in skeezy bars, that does not come across. It's just mm-hmm. that she wants to go do some things.
0: And everything just comes so easily for Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just...
1: It's because of all the pain. He's accumulated right, enough of all the karma through his pain for the universe to throw him a bone
0: yeah I just I I will say you know the movie is beautifully shot it looks really good yes um, you know MTS Lee is is known for his gorgeous cinematography
1: they did a good job on the stage shows apart from the uh, cheap looking mm-hmm. Jordan logos which just use an off the rock uh, off the rack free font you can get online ask me I'll show you mm-hmm. um, I forget what it's called but it's like cowgirls and somethings um, but like the actual stage show looks kind of cool
0: yeah but I just like I don't know I don't. he dresses
1: like uh, uh, Amir Khan's character in uh, Thugs of Hindustan by the end oh, yeah. almost, he has a crazy look but he's the kind of piratical s-
0: the styling is pretty interesting especially as Jordan becomes more and more famous
1: yeah he turns more and more into Jack Sparrow
0: but yeah I just I really can't get over you know some of these hurdles I have with this kind of basic premise and I don't think the film does enough to win me over for me the weaknesses far outshine the strengths
1: yes we were just complaining that characters don't need to be likable in order to be the main character of a movie but
0: they don't need to be dirtbags
1: no but this guy isn't even a dirtbag like there's no ramifications to his actions so while he does dirtbaggy things really nothing comes about Mm -hmm. and um like we're not even getting a, a sick thrill ourselves. Uh, a, a sick thrill ourselves of the shitty things that he does. It's just a bunch of things happening in order for little or no reason, and there's no reason for us to be emotionally attached to the character. Mm-hmm. But who do you find more annoying, Rumbia Kapoor's character Jordan in this one, or Rumbia's character something in a deal high mushkil, which is also basically this archetype of oh, I have to. Um, fall in love in order to become a great singer but in that one he hooks up with Aishwarya Rai and then annoys Anushka Sharma literally until she dies
0: I I think I find I think him, the songs
1: are better in Ideal Haymushkil
0: I think I find them more annoying here uh, I'm not crazy about Ideal Mushkil, but at the very least I don't think the issues in that film are the performances
1: yes the issue is that having met Aishwarya Rai the world's richest and most glamorous <laughs> poet living in Hungary, I think.
0: Yeah, and, this is as good as, Austria.
1: Austria, this is as good as any man could ever do in their entire <laughs> life. Just stop it there. Like, if that person is interested in you, if you do not take her up on this offer, you are the stupidest man alive, and I no longer want to watch your film.
0: Okay,
1: Nargis, uh, I could take her leave.
0: So, <laughs> but this
1: movie is very frustrating.
0: Yeah, it is very frustrating, and um, it's
1: you- like Mr. Holland's Opus in that you <laughs> you spend this whole movie like. Oh, he's got to be like creating some amazing song, like that'll change my mind and make me care about this person. But his songs are fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I will say actually of all the soundtracks of these three films, this one is actually my least favorite, which mm-hmm. is surprising because I I do I do quite like AR Rahman.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: I don't know if like it's a very rock score. Um and the songs are all very rock based and, you know, rock isn't necessarily my thing, but I also don't know if like it's where AR Roman shines either.
1: And possibly there's an undercurrent of like, again, Hindi male singer fronted band mm-hmm. that we're just not getting. Yeah, like this could be based on a popular guy that we just don't know.
0: You know, unfortunately, this one doesn't work for us. I will say, you know, we've liked some other MTSLE films. We love Highway, Highway. is an amazing movie, and I think Jab We Met is an all time all time classic. For
1: a romantic comedy, oh, yeah. Jab We Met is super fun, and it it uses this sad sack main guy mm-hmm. and a not quite manic pixie dream girl archetype who he bounces off of. Karina Kapoor's got a bit more character than that. But he's using these archetypes in a way to make a fun movie and give them a bit more depth, whereas Nargis is given no depth. And Jordan's mm-hmm. depth is kind of like insulting to your um, perception of reality. Like, yeah. yes. Sure, you get, having a sad life could I, lead to some, uh, you know, interesting artwork. But it's not necessary. And I mean, also, make some better artwork.
0: And I think also insulting to people who actually do experience, you know, trauma and pain.
1: Yes, people, people <laughs> with traumatic and painful lives. Here's a spoiler alert are generally too busy dealing with their horrible lives to have time to create great art. There's, there's kind of a gatekeeping there, especially in you know the literary world, where unfortunately, yeah. if you have time to go get an MFA, yeah. you are much more likely to complete your work. Whereas if you're living paycheck to paycheck and having a sad life... Much like Marauder and Gully Boy,
0: but yeah, this is something that actually comes up in Gully Boy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, someone like that—it's really a huge crapshoot if you're able to do it. Like J.K. Rowling is one of the big exceptions of you know mm-hmm. single mother, divorced, working shitty jobs. Like she's able to hit the jackpot. Most people, unfortunately, don't get to have that chance. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that brings us to Ashiki 2. Oh, boy. (laughs) Ashiki 2 came out in 2013. It's directed by Mohit Suri and stars Aditya Roy Kapoor and Shraddha Kapoor. And
1: a cast of thousands of extras, (laughs) or maybe 50 extras.
0: We got in a lot of trouble last time we discussed Aditya Roy Kapoor. Why is that? We were discussing... Why did we
1: get in trouble? Because we were talking the history's greatest actor.
0: Uh, Matt and I are not fans of Aditya Roy Kapoor. Uh, he, now you know, if you were already aware.
1: Again, yeah, Ye, Ye Giovanni divani he's good in that one. He's
0: pretty good in that. Yeah, he's pretty good in that. He's, uh, a, good, he's, he's fine, a good supporting player. He's defined in Dawadi-ish, but pretty much everything else we've seen him in, we find him pretty flat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, this film is a spiritual successor to Ashiki, which came out in
1: 1990.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and that scene, that image that you see for the poster in Ashiki 2 of uh, him holding up his jacket to cover um, his girl uh, and them kissing or snuggling or whatever under the jacket. Uh, that's also the poster for Ash Ketu. So Kitu. this
1: is literally the only thing that brings to this hoary old fo- formula.
0: Well, and melodic music.
1: Okay. Like a,
0: a, good, a good score. Um, so while this is, again, like not a remake Or a sequel to Ashokie. We're
1: throwing some scare quotes around here.
0: It is a remake of A Star is Born.
1: (laughs) In all but name, yes.
0: Brief A Star is Born background. It's a story that's maybe older than you think. Mm -hmm. It's Genesis is uh, 1932 with the film What Price Hollywood? Directed George Cukor. That film is about a young woman who becomes a star in Hollywood when she meets a famous actor in Hollywood. Who's a drunk, And she kind of ascends to stardom while he fades away. In 1937, uh, A Star Is Born came out, directed by Willie Mae Wellman, starring Janet Gaynor and Frederick March. Uh, it is not a remake, necessarily, of What Price Hollywood. Because
1: they switched it to singers and not actors.
0: Nope. That happens oh, later. Okay. Though the studio considered suing them. Oh, And if you okay. read the If pl- I was a the
1: studio there, I would sue <laughs> almost anybody.
0: If you read the plot description of What Price Hollywood, it is very consistent with The stars Born. So I What Price Hollywood
1: it. is, like, the, pri- the literal price is, like... Less than the cost of a lawsuit.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, the studio approached George Cukor... to direct A Star is Born in 1937. And he said, no, it's too similar to this movie I already made. Then he but does that 1954. that did stop him <laughs> from accepting the offer in 1954 to direct A Star is Born, this time with Judy Garland and James Mason. This is the version that turns it into a musical.
1: And singers, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, no, Judy Garland's still an actress. Oh, okay. <laughs> she and James Mason are still in Hollywood. And then in 1976, Frank Pearson turns it into being about the music industry with barbara streisand and chris christopherson that movie has a terrible reputation
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i haven't seen that one but you've seen the new one though.
0: yes most recently bradley cooper has remade it with himself and lady gaga it's up for a bunch of awards at the oscars deserves to win a bunch and potentially won't uh it is very good.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen this one, but...
0: It's excellent. Everyone it's keeps good. telling
1: me that uh, it's really good, so... And I... Due to my idiosyncrasies, I probably won't see it for a really long time.
0: I am a noted Bradley Cooper skeptic. Yeah. Like, I've never liked the guy.
1: What about in Guardians of the Galaxy?
0: He's fine. I mean, he's a talking raccoon.
1: Is it because you don't have to see his face?
0: He's a talking raccoon. I think the only thing that I ever really loved him in is what had American summer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I, I was, I was legitimately blown away. I'll say, by a Star is Borden. I not, really loved it.
1: He's not bad in the A team. <laughs> I didn't.
0: Say I that. mean,
1: he's not great in the A team, but you know, he was fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I think a stars Borden is exceptional. So there you go. This is. Uh, Oh, I guess.
1: And do the producers of Ashiki 2 ever mention that like this is a direct sequel or remake of this? No, they no. never do. No. Uh,
0: so I guess Ashiki 2 would be like the fifth remake of A Star is Born, and Bradley Cooper's is the sixth. Am I counting that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because there's four actually named A Star is Born. Okay, perfect.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so that's your brief background of A Star is Born. So if you've seen A Star is Born, this is the exact same plot.
1: If you've seen A Star is Born, <laughs> You don't need to watch Ashki 2. We had to. <laughs>
0: well, I'd say listen to the soundtrack. Learn from
1: our mistakes, people.
0: I would say listen to the soundtrack because this is this is actually one of my favorite Bollywood soundtracks. There's some
1: decent songs on here. I'm
0: not a huge fan of the movie, but I really like the music. The music was done by Mithun, uh, Ankit Tiwari, and Jeet Uh and the songs uh, "Tam Hai Ho" and "Sun Raha Hai" I think are exceptional. Wait, um, wait
1: a minute. Wait, and both this was nominated for four Filmfare awards.
0: Yes, Are you wait. kidding me? <laughs> and both songs uh, have proven to be very popular, especially Tom Hai Ho. Again, songs that appeal to the youth. <laughs> okay.
1: Um,
0: yes, it was nominated for four Filmfare Awards. I was a youth once. Including Best Actress for Shraddha Kapoor. It's rather shocking. Um, and it won two Best Music Director and Best Male Playback Singer okay. for R.G. Singh. I think those are both deserved.
1: That makes sense. I don't know about the Best Actress thing. All
0: right. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, Do you want to set us up the plot of Ashki Kiju so I can stop talking?
1: Okay. I don't remember his name. Was it RJ?
0: (laughs) I think it's RJ, yeah.
1: Okay. So uh, Aditya Roy Kapoor plays a singer named RJ whose career is on the downswing. Uh, He has an alcohol problem. Mm -hmm. And when the movie opens, we find him in Goa doing a concert that kind of goes badly. There aren't a lot of people there. And he kind of flips out on stage and runs away, um notably, he doesn't pee on the fans like in uh um Uda Punjab. Uda Punjab, which would have been at least a statement, yeah, um and also Uda Punjab's maybe a better version of a uh tortured artist movie than definitely the first two here, mm-hmm, yeah. I think we do eventually care about Tommy. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, uh, RJ uh, ditches his concert and drunk drives his way through town and almost runs over Shraddha Kapoor, who is transporting, I think it was a bunch of melons. Mm. She has a bunch of circular food that falls out of a bag and she kind of flips out at him, rightfully so. Um, but she's on her way to the bar where she sings every night and uh, RJ kind of rolls in.
0: She sings at a bar. Scandalous.
1: Yeah. Sees that she's a good singer and then kind of hooks up with her. Um, not literally, but he's impressed by her talent and says, I'm going to make her a star. Mm -hmm. That's probably what they said in the thirties one. In this one, he kind of mumbles a bit. Yeah. Um, What follows is again, like you mentioned, her star on the rise and his folly. They begin a romantic relationship. Uh, they even—do they get married? I think they do.
0: No, they don't. Which I okay. thought was interesting because that um, is—that
1: was one of the big lines in the um, other versions of the story.
0: right? Yeah, they do. They don't get married in *What Price Hollywood*. In fact, there isn't a there isn't a romantic relationship between the young actress and the older film director in huh. that film. Um but in all the other versions they do get married.
1: Mm. So in this one yeah they don't get married but they essentially they're a live-in couple. Yeah. Um he Endless. Yes. He uses his fading connections at the record label mm-hmm. to get her a um you know a shot recording and in a moment that frustrated me a ton and you could tell me if this happens in the Bradley Cooper version. Um the culminating moment before the intermission is her signing a record deal. Mm. After the intermission, we're finding her at some sort of Indian Music Awards.
0: Oh, yeah. And we don't get to
1: see her actual rise to fame. Well... We just... She goes from nobody who RJ likes into famous uh, celebrity winning awards for her work. We don't actually see her perform really at all mm. uh, to her adoring fans. I think this might be a budgetary concern, possibly.
0: I would say, like... The star, the start is more is kind of film structure is you spend kind of the first bit falling in love, which happens kind of very quickly and all at once, mm-hmm. and then um, the second section, kind of the last half, <laughs> watching everything fall apart. And y- you spend more time falling in love, but that time period is is shorter. Okay. Whereas it takes a longer time period for everything to fall apart. But it ends up, but everything kind of happens really quickly this in is like film 50-50 time. Is split. that making sense? Yes. Yeah.
1: But this one is almost entirely split like 50-50, falling in love.
0: Yeah. Bam. Other half
1: other of- half is decline of Aditya Roy Kapoor's character. We don't actually really get a sense of apart from her living in fancy houses and we see her from his perspective at a concert while he's sitting backstage yeah. but we don't see her playing to a- adoring fans. We only see like this award ceremony and like paparazzi and stuff. We don't actually get a sense of who she is as an artist.
0: Yeah, she signs she signs the deal then suddenly you know she's being touted as the next big thing and winning awards. There's also this period kind of after they meet when he promises to make her a star. And she, you know, abandons her job.
1: Mm, plot contrivance, Goes yes.
0: back home.
1: To make the movie two and a half hours long. And then long. he's,
0: yeah. And then he's been beat up. And his, like, friend is, you know, like... Uh,
1: his manager friend covers for him. and Yeah, and, and kind her of her off. blowing yeah. off her calls. Yeah. And so,
0: like, it's kind of... There's, like, this two-month period where she, like, doesn't know what's going on with him. And she thinks that he's abandoned her. Which is something that happens in other versions of A Star is Born. Okay. Where kind of he, like, promises her... Fame, and then something happens. So Judy
1: and... Garland tries to send a telegram and, like, <laughs> doesn't work.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then another kind of classic scene from A Star Is Born is when um, the the young, up-and-coming female star wins an award in um, the Holly- in the ones that are set in Hollywood. She wins an Oscar. In the ones that are set in the music industry, she wins a Grammy. Um, here, she wins, like, an Indian music award. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Usually, and and he usually like disrupts out, yeah. the the ceremony and her moment to shine. That doesn't it doesn't quite happen the same here. He's like watching her win from the bar and overhears some other guys.
1: But there's some other award that he rocks up and uh, or they're like they're having a party for her and he rocks up and yeah. puts some tables over yeah, and stuff. So happens. it kind of happens, but in a different way. Yes,
0: but all the basic all the basic pieces are here, yeah. and it does have like. The the same ending that you see, or similar ending um, that you see in um, some of the other versions. It's a happy uh, ending. Where she, like, takes his name.
1: It's a happy ending because the annoying character is no longer in the film. (laughs)
0: And the same, it has the same uh, kind of outcome for Ditya Roy Kapoor's character that all the other versions have. I assume that people are familiar with this plot that's been remade five times, but, you know, so I I don't think it takes a lot of explanation. Why is this version not good? Uh, It's just, it's flat. Like, Aditya Roy Kapoor and Shraddha Kapoor are two of my least favorite actors in Bollywood.
1: They're not what you would call, like, electric on screen.
0: No. That being said, I think Shraddha Kapoor has given some good performances. I like her in Stree. Um, I think she does a good job as the Ophelia character in Hater. Um, I would also say that those films have a stronger... um, sense of what they are.
1: Do you know what else is the common thread between those films? What? She's not the main character. Yeah, She's a true. side character. Which
0: that's true. She's probably she's a better, better character. And
1: do you know what is also the thing with Yejivani Hidevani? What? Aditya Roy Kapoor <laughs> is also not the main character. He's a good yeah. side character.
0: And I think, again, like, here Aditya Roy Kapoor feels like a tortured Artist for the sake of being a tortured artist like he's constantly getting calls from his dad his dad is like oh are you okay like how are things going like we never how's the
1: alcoholism son how's that
0: well we never really understand why he's an alcoholic other than just he's an alcoholic to be
1: fair there may be some nuance that we're not getting because we're seeing it in subtitles the best i could guess was that he got famous too young and kind of got like scared and started to rely on booze to uh, keep his nerves from falling apart.
0: But they never really, they never really develop that, and so it just becomes this film of watching this young woman continue to support this self-destructive uh, man who doesn't appreciate her, mm-hmm. and she just continues to sacrifice herself, which is is a theme of. This like film arc,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, across these six films.
1: This franchise. But
0: here it feels, I don't know. It just it doesn't feel earned. I don't think we ever really understand what attracts her to him.
1: Apart other from than him his being fame. apart from being famous and getting a record deal. But
0: like, why she would be willing to give up everything she has worked for for him? I don't ever really really understand.
1: And we also don't see her putting the work in to get all of this. know fame and fortune yeah it it's literally a finger snap and she's famous now and he's on the downswing yeah we never actually we never actually see them meet in the middle
0: so the film just feels very surface level
1: uh i'll say that aditya Kapoor. yeah
0: i don't i don't find him that attractive either i know that's like one of the things that people love about him is he's very cute he's hunky i guess i don't i don't don't
1: really see it i don't know i just
0: find him so bland
1: hindi films have a lot of hot guys out there like look (laughs) around they yeah. often don't wear their shirts. Like, you can find a, a one who's better at acting.
0: It takes more to impress me than just being a trash
1: Yes. That don't impress salad. you much. You might be a rocket scientist. That does impress you much. Um,
0: Actually, that probably would impress me.
1: Yeah. Well, that's uh, that entire. I don't
0: know about Shania, but it would impress me. I mean,
1: she's also not impressed by Brad Pitt. <laughs> so, Yeah. No, there's I like a guy who has a. I don't a, know. If I'd
0: be impressed by Brad Pitt either.
1: I mean, there's a guy who has a cool car. Granted, yeah, <laughs> you could find a guy with a car, but Brad Pitt and also a rocket scientist. I mean, that's fairly impressive,
0: <laughs> maybe.
1: But uh, like, editor Cooper in this film, it seems like he's being an alcoholic because that's what they did in all the other movies. Yeah. Um,
0: and it's tragic.
1: It's tragic, I guess. Again, we also don't see. Maybe this is a flaw inherent in the formula. But we don't, also don't see like. Why did people like him in the first place?
0: Yeah. I mean, I I will say, I like like the music in this film. I I am more drawn to these songs. There isn't like a
1: flash of brilliance or something where you can see like, oh, he sobers up for a while. Like he does in this movie. He does sober up for a while. But we don't see him like knock out a cool song or something. Like we don't see what we're losing by this guy.
0: No, actually, we just get that ridiculous scene. Where he's behind the scenes at her concert, and they're, like, tempting him. Well, there's a guy literally throwing a beer
1: at him, like, hey, hey, do you want to relapse into alcoholism? Oh, it's
0: so blunt. There's no subtlety.
1: There's also a scene where Shraddha Kapoor says that uh, his addiction is a disease that they will both share. And she will also, like, succumb to the rages of alcoholism, like, what the... What? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, That might also be a translation thing, but... That was weird.
0: Matt, before we go to interval.
1: I'm sorry okay. to people who like Aditya Um He would maybe be good in a superhero movie or something, like where he doesn't have to act that hard and can just be hot.
0: <laughs> okay, Matt, question. Yes? Do you feel that these films glamorize abhorrent behavior?
1: Rockstar, yes. Okay. Uh, Ashki 2, no, because I thought that the entire production was pretty slapdash and, like couldn't romanticize anything Mm. it all just looked like it cost like 17 dollars. you don't get a sense of their rock star lifestyles being particularly interesting or cool okay because they just live in a boring house and he has like a bar that's shaped like a guitar i think like it doesn't romanticize it in the way that movies about huntress thompson for instance Mm. romanticize drug use and alcohol addiction because like he's He's Hunter S. Thompson and he's producing these uh, works of art of criticism that have endured. In this, like, we see him sing us a, a couple songs.
0: I think there is a certain romantic quality to his alcoholism. This Maybe idea. a
1: classical romantic big R, like, yes. Yeah, he's a this, damaged man.
0: This idea that she can potentially save him. Yeah. Okay, let's take our interval break. Uh, we are going to be playing a sample from Mare Gully Maine. Uh, Which is a song from Gully Boy, which is the film we're going to discuss next.
1: A good movie we're going to discuss
0: next.
1: A lot of Bollywood celebrities have been involved in car accidents over the years. Madhur Mittal, Mugda Godse, and Sonu Su, just to name a few. The roads are a dangerous place. Don't become another statistic. Vezo 360 is the only 4K dash cam that records in a full 360 degrees. It's also the world's first dash cam that uses AI to track the driver's drowsiness level and alerts you before you start to nod off. Brought to you by an Indian CEO with AI research perfected in South Korea, Vezo is the new standard of security and design in modern dash cams. Vezo has a ton of other features too, and it's crowdfunding internationally soon on Kickstarter. Visit vezo360.com for more information. That's v e z o 360.com.
0: Writing a good song, one that people belt out in the shower, isn't easy. Finding that perfect balance between melody and lyrics is pure alchemy. If you've ever flipped through radio stations looking for the perfect tune for your commute home, you know the good songwriters are few and far between. One of the best, in my personal opinion, is Stephen Sondheim, composer of Sweeney Todd, Into the Woods, West Side Story, and my favorite, Merrily We Roll Along, among many, many others. But don't take my word for it. Check out Putting It Together, a podcast that takes a chronological look at Sondheim's body of work, show by show, and song by song. Each week, host Kyle Marshall invites an expert to discuss a Sondheim song in depth. You can find Putting It Together and many more podcasts from the Alberta Podcast Network powered by ATB at albertapodcastnetwork.com.
1: So that was Mara Main from uh, Gully Boy. Came out this year. We saw it a week ago.
0: It's still in theaters now. Go, go see, it. see it.
1: Go see it. Yeah. Go see it. Podcast and, over. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Just uh, go see it. There's lots of ways in which it's good.
0: Uh to say that I was excited for this movie is putting it a little mildly. Mm-hmm. Uh we're not I, I I've been pumped for this since it was first announced.
1: runveer Singh's your guy.
0: I love runveer Singh. He is my he's my guy. So yeah, Akhtar is I love your girl. Him. I love Zoya Akhtar. She's one of my favorite directors, uh, currently working anywhere in the world.
1: Alia Bhatt is another one of your girls.
0: Adore Alia Bhatt. And so when I heard those three names and then, um, you know, like rap film, kind of like 8 Mile, I was just like, I was sold. I love 8 Mile. Like it's a great movie. Um, I don't want to compare this film too much to 8 Mile. I actually don't think it has
1: that much in common.
0: No, it doesn't have that much in common. But still, like...
1: That's kind of the archetype of, like, the down-on-his-luck rapper coming yeah. from nothing movie.
0: The hook, you know, the hook that Zoya Akhtar was going to do, kind of like an 8 Mile with Ali Abad and Ramvir Singh, I was just, like, sold, signed yeah. me up, and then I had to wait I'll take some of like that, please.
1: Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> had to wait Delicious like a in year. my tummy, yes.
0: Uh, but it's out now. It stars Ranbir Singh, Ali Abad, Kalki Copeland, a newcomer. Siddhant Chatterbetty.
1: Who rules, by the way. So good. I I keep getting notices on my Twitter, like, oh, everyone's following him now. Like, that guy's a star.
0: Yeah, he's a a real find. And uh, Vijay Raz.
1: You also don't have Vijay Varma down, who I think is my find for the film. Okay. Yeah, I thought that guy was amazing.
0: Uh, It premiered at Berlinale, which is a prestigious film festival in Berlin, if people aren't aware. So it's kind of like three... Major um, international film festivals that all happen in Europe: uh, Cannes, Venice, and Berlin. Um, and a pretty big deal to have this film opening at Berlinale. Is
1: it the one where you win the bear? The yes. lion. The lion is Venice. Lion
0: is Venice. Palm is Cannes. Bear. The golden bear is yeah. Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so pretty big deal to have uh, you know kind of a a mainstream Bollywood film opening in this film festival.
1: And having Ranveer Singh and others go to it.
0: Yeah, and it's certainly... I mean, Bollywood does have a presence at all these film festivals. It also has a pres- presence at TIFF, the Toronto International Film Festival. Mm-hmm. But for me, it certainly... Early on, it signaled that this film was going to be good.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: if they were going to be like having... Uh, you know, a big premiere for it at, at Berlinale. Well,
1: the distributor thinks like, yes, we can.
0: Yeah, this is We think good. that
1: this is worth submitting and like putting some promotional money behind.
0: And I think has potential for an international crossover audience.
1: I think it definitely does.
0: Um, it is based on two Mumbai rappers, Nazi and Divine. Uh, and they are the duo behind the original Mare Gully Main. Oh, okay. Uh, so their video is recreated for this film. Oh. It is set in... Dharavi. Dharavi, which is a Mumbai slum. And um, they filmed it in Dharavi. Yeah. And the music is by a lot of people. The list is very, very long. The li- the, both the cast, the cast list is also very long. And
1: a lot of them feature in like some of the scenes too.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Nazi and Divine uh, also worked on the soundtrack and on these songs. Uh, and Javed Akhtar, Zoya Akhtar's father, did some of the lyrics. Why don't, you, why don't you set up this film for us again, Matt?
1: Sure. Ravir Singh plays Murad, who is a young man growing up in Dharavi, mm-hmm. the poorest slum in Mumbai. Yeah. He's, like, literally as far down on the social chain as you could get. Yeah. Um, his father... Uh, is marrying another woman. Mm-hmm. Bringing, he's Muslim. Yeah, he's Muslim. So he's, yeah. he's marrying another woman, he's bringing in another wife to the family, and it's a pretty stressful situation. Yeah. He's but, played
0: by Vijay Raz, who is like so delightful in Monsoon Wedding, yeah. and terrifying here. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's a real asshole in this movie. Although, um, I think he does get a little bit of redemption at the end. Maybe not in his actions, but like you kind of see why he's mm. such a down-on-his-luck guy who takes his... Uh, anger out on his family mm-hmm. so at home there's some stress uh is going to some sort of technical college yeah like learning about marketing i think but his, his heart's not, not really, really important in yeah uh but he's got some buddies there including uh the aforementioned uh Vijay varma who is his friend who's probably the most gangster guy he knows yeah um he's selling drugs um and
0: jack and cars jack and
1: cars the first scene of the movie is actually them going out and stealing a car so well
0: shot and
1: uh Ranvier's character is pretty reticent to do so he's kind of uh like a worrywart and this other guy who in a different movie you would see uh Singh's character like take on this persona as like i'm from the streets i i do crimes but he doesn't mm-hmm. like he doesn't like become this guy in his music he's just a part of the social framework he operates in. Um, but Murad has a secret. He likes to write poetry mm-hmm. and he mostly talks about the difficulty of living in this, uh, situation. What changes in his life though, is, um, seeing a performance at his school where Sidhan Chaturvedi who plays Cher,
0: MC Cher, MC
1: Cher, um, does a rap
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know that that's so cool i'm gonna say he does a rap Uh, (laughs) just like the kids say he does a rap
0: it's established that Murad is a fan of rap before this but he hasn't really thought of his poems as rap
1: he also is such a downtrodden person that he doesn't even think that his art is worth being performed for people
0: yeah
1: um i will say though he did luck out in the girlfriend department because he's uh, he's dating uh, Alibot's character who's going to medical school, and, and they've been
0: together for like ten years.
1: Yeah, and her, she is she's oh a boy. firecracker. Oh boy, her character is introduced after finding out that he's been texting some other girl, and she. Well, no, that's
0: not her first introduction, but that happens. That that
1: honest. is the most memorable thing where she <laughs> marches over to this girl's place of work where she's working in a sweatshop, shop, basically textile. Yeah, yeah and you. just. Beats her up. Stay away from my first thing. He's mine.
0: Kicks oh, that's her ass. So in. Good. Yeah.
1: And her dad is the doctor in town. So then the girl goes to his doctor's yeah. office to get fixed up.
0: She is so headstrong. <clears throat> she knows exactly what she wants out of life. And she's going to get it. And she's not going to kind of um, take any flack.
1: She's, she's also a character who would be male in a lot of other yeah. versions of she's this hot-headed.
0: movie. She's hot headed. She's
1: definitely like a James Cagney character who just. Flies off the handle sometimes. Oh, yeah.
0: She's very easy to set off.
1: And this is not often a role given to women in films.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She is by no means like the the wilting wallflower kind of like watching her boyfriend kind of become famous and supporting him. I think, you know, when he first starts to pursue this, I think she's really wondering like, if, is this going to distract him from her goals, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the plans that she has for them her goal of getting life. them
1: both out of there? Yeah. I don't think she lives in the slum. She lives somewhere else because they keep meeting at a bus stop. Yeah, like she lives somewhere nicer. Mm -hmm. But her goal is is essentially to get him out of there, and you know, he can have a job. She'll run her practice, and that's her life. That's she's got it planned out. Uh, Her character to me is also very reminiscent of Topsy Panus in uh, Man Marzion, Mm -hmm. another headstrong woman who, uh, in that movie, is kind of saddled with the character that Murad. Does not want to be. Yeah. He doesn't want to be a flashy gangster type. Mm-hmm. He wants to be a socially conscious rapper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, yeah, that's fun. But after seeing this performance by MC Cher, he goes to a kind of meetup, uh, rap battle. Rap battle. With MC Cher. He kind of makes friends with him on Facebook and kind of gets in imbued in this culture.
0: Yeah.
1: And from there, uh, he makes friends with Cher and... Um, they become, like, writing partners and, yeah. like, work together on art.
0: And they record a song.
1: They record a song, put it on YouTube, and it starts getting some hits. And that's where uh, Kalki Kokan's character comes in as a producer who is... Because
0: their beats aren't fresh enough.
1: Their beats are not fresh enough. But she's kind of a dilettante in the from the art world. Like, yeah. she's definitely from money. She doesn't live there. She's flown in from out of...
0: Well, her, her parents live there, but she's studying music. In
1: London? In or, no In Chicago. Bo- yeah, Chicago. Or is it yeah. Boston?
0: Oh, it might have been Boston. Yeah,
1: she's studying music in the States, and Murad and Cher are just like, there's a whole school of music? That's mm-hmm. crazy. To them, Like that's beyond the pale. You go to school to learn how to get a white-collar job, basically. Yeah. That's the only thing you could possibly do. I mean,
0: she's literally playing kind of like a white savior character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the film is very smart in how it handles her you know she she's someone who uh you know kind of has had everything handed to her she is fortunate enough to be studying art and she's only interested in moran because because of his potential as an artist
1: and that hot bod though there's that
0: well i mean there's a little bit of flirtation and a little bit of spark and i guess they like hook up but i mean she's primarily interested in him as an artist. And there's this amazing scene where he's over her place and he's measuring he's out He's measuring
1: out the bathroom the in her bathroom. place.
0: And so I think this film I think is him and I very... had the same idea
1: at that point like that room is literally the size of his entire house.
0: Yeah. I think and that's this
1: her bathroom.
0: film is very smart in the way that it handles class.
1: Yes. And I think her and character so And yeah, actor is
0: a filmmaker who's been criticized for kind of you know, only showcasing the problems of the rich and famous because yeah. that's kind of her environment, you know, yeah. which you see very clearly with Luck by Chance, which is very much about the movie industry,
1: which she yeah. grew up
0: in. Uh, and so here I think it's very, I think she kind of uh, addresses that. She,
1: it's smart to have a character like that, that she could point to and say, look, this is an outsider who's coming from wealth, who is experiencing this way of life, much like myself. Um, I would say that I talked about this with Sal Salam on uh, Twitter, but I think that character, I don't know, I don't think we're supposed to take her quite as seriously as she takes herself. Yes. Like I her, agree. her graffiti is kind of stupid. Yeah. And I her, agree. her rebellion is the sort of thing that rich girls can get away with. If yes. Murad was doing that on his own, he would be right in jail next to his buddy May getting the shit kicked out.
0: And of him. so on one hand, she's a, she's a foil to Murad. But Murad also needs her. He needs her to legitimize him and to get an entrance yeah. into into her world. Yes. Uh so she enters the scene and produces a song, Mare Gully Main, yeah. with uh with MC Cher and uh and Murad, who is now going by the name Gully Boy. Yeah. Street boy.
1: That a white girl who's kind of just hanging around Cher <laughs> pictures. Cher's
0: girlfriend, I guess.
1: Yeah. Another person who appears to be kind of slumming it. Yeah. Um, Uh, She picks that name for him.
0: Yeah. And that song becomes popular. Um, Okay.
1: So it eventually comes out that um, Nas the rapper is coming to uh, Mumbai and (laughs) there's going to be a competition to figure out who's going to be his opening act. Yes. And uh, Murad, Cher, all of the kind of rap personalities that we've seen over the course of the film, they all compete to be that... uh, That opener.
0: Including some women.
1: Including some women. Um, None of
0: them are really characters in the film.
1: (laughs) But yeah, we'll probably leave it there. I mean, this movie's pretty fresh in theaters. It's great and you should go see it. But like, why is this better than these other two movies?
0: I think because this film, there's a level of authenticity. I think that this is coming from an authentic place. And it's not just because it's um, based on some, you know, real rappers' kind of experiences. Mm -hmm. I think. with the way that it's shot there is um, lots of
1: drone photography showing this sort of yeah. crazy cramped slum environments
0: it also kind of gets like down there in the street. in the gully in the gully yeah people are not um they're not glamorized in the way that they're dressed
1: especially in like the video just... that they make for Murad's first song yeah uh there's lots of kind of shots of what and i took to be real people living there
0: and i mean to go back to your criticism of a rock star it's so clear to me that that song is like not as good as the stuff that comes later like that song is inferior yes, to what comes later that's so very clear how he like he progresses as an artist
1: yes and yeah i mean we're not supposed to think that it's good like yeah. we you're supposed to enjoy it but it's also like yeah this is the best that that guy in that situation could probably pull off
0: yeah I think that it, it. I mean, it presents. It's very polished. It's not like, um, you know, a DIY kind of kitchen sink aesthetic. No, um, it's a very polished film, but it feels gritty. Gritty, yeah, yeah. And 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 these characters, the stuff that they're dealing with, also feels very dare I say, realistic. They feel like real people. Also, these performances are incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ranveer Singh is known as being this flamboyant fashionista. And to go from, you know, kind of the big, broad, masala performance that he's giving in Simba...
1: And Kilji in uh, Padmavad. Yeah. He's huge in that. He's eating up the screen.
0: To this, where he's so low-key... Yeah. And so unsure of himself... It's, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, There's a le- nothing this guy can't do. Well,
1: a lesser film would have him do really well at the first rap battle. Yeah. Where, in fact, this one... He chokes. He chokes. And this is a plot point. Like, the, uh, the guys in that, like, rival crew later on, they're like, oh, it's the guy that choked. We can make him choke again. Yeah. Whereas, like... He's not like just magically good at rapping. Yeah. He has to work on it. And we get to see like, oh yeah, your tempo is off. Here's yeah. how you get the tempo. Here's how you use your finger and kind mm-hmm. of the hang loose motion, which I'm doing right now, you can't see. That's how <laughs> far away you should be from the mic. Mm. Like we learn kind of technical aspects of how someone with natural talent and with a natural point of view how they can be developed into a new person, whereas in Rockstar, for instance, yeah. we don't really get that, and in Ashki too, we literally don't even get a sense of why Shraddha Kapoor's character is liked at all.
0: I think the way that this film analyzes privilege is so important,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and and I think you know the the better films in this space understand privilege.
1: Yeah, like you the know? movie Secret Superstar, which. <laughs> This reminded me a lot more of than Eight Mile. Mm,
0: yeah, that's fair. Because
1: that's also a young person, economically de- uh, you know, disadvantaged circumstances,
0: and social media is so important. To both.
1: Social media is very important. YouTube, um, yeah. overbearing father figure who's pretty handy with the tight slaps and uh, is pretty uh, shitty towards their mother, and a, a you know, younger sibling that they want to get out of there, um, and this is someone taking their one shot.
0: Yeah. I I hate throwing around words like genuine and un- authentic. It's a movie, and realistic. it's fake. Yes. yeah.
1: It's not a document. But
0: I really I really feel like the, there is the effort to make this feel like a real world, like a like a reality, like a, like a self-contained um narrative and arc um where everything where you feel like you could slip into this world, where you feel like, like the, that it exists beyond the edges of the screen. Well,
1: I mean, I guess the only roles we could fill in this movie are the <laughs> uh, white people who get toured to, uh, told like that they could look through his house.
0: That scene is...
1: That's devastating because, devastating. like, one of the one of the white tourists, he's got a Nas shirt on. Yeah. And he just thinks that, oh, yeah, none of these people could speak Hindi. No, none of these people could speak English. Yeah. Not that it's, like, one of the national languages of India or anything. But, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm completely on a, a poverty porn tour. Like, look, they all live in this one little house. Whereas this guy has the same access to the internet that yeah. they do.
0: Well, to a certain extent, he does talk about how, like...
1: He's running he's- out of minutes on his phone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, like... Data, you know,
0: data, he's reading into data. Yeah,
1: but he's able to, you know, yeah. learn the same uh, tenets of rap history the same way I could too. Like you just watch the videos on YouTube and that's so smart to do that.
0: What's more devastating, that scene or the scene when uh, Vijay Raz brings home his new wife and remember you're saying retreats into the world of headphones and that music takes over the soundtrack and then one of the headphones gets knocked out and we come back to the street zones.
1: Yeah, that was really good. So good. Diagetic music. It, it really works. And also, um, it's also fun when he gets the iPad from uh, Ali Abad's character and he starts saying his rhymes into it. And his grandma's like, quit talking to yourself, Marad," Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what a normal person would say if they heard that happening. They're not going to think like, oh, yeah, no, my son, my, my grandson has artistic ambitions. Like, no, you're a slum dog just like the rest of us. Don't think above your station.
0: Yeah. Uh, I want to go back to what I was saying about how it feels like there's a world beyond the edges of the screen in this movie, um, because one of the things that I really like about it is even though Murad is, you know, the hero of the film, he is the person that we're following. You know, we're, and we're rooting for. We're we rooting actually for have him.
1: Uh, we, have, we have skin in the game for this guy because yeah. we know who he is as a person. We want
0: him to be successful. I feel like all the other characters are so well fleshed out. I would
1: watch a movie about any of them.
0: Like even even like some of the rappers that he battles against who are, you know, kind of at first better than him, who are like the antagonists to a certain extent of the piece, like they still feel like fully realized characters on screen. Well, like the
1: sort of it's like a guy with all the rap gear. He's got the big chain. Yeah. He's got the cool jackets and stuff. And Marad's able to say, "Yeah, your dad bought all that stuff." Oh uh, God, it's I'm, so I'm wearing good. I'm wearing my sh- uh, my, my shitty say, my shitty shirt and tie because that I quit is pretty my job. eight mile. Yeah, that is.
0: I will say because like the climax. I can tell you about A Mile for a second. <laughs> the climax of A Mile, uh, Eminem wins the rap bi- battle by making fun of himself because there's nothing that anyone can say yeah, about him he, that he doesn't already he barks know. He barked on him.
1: his shirt. It's his mom's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that classic line. Uh,
0: and I think Murad does a similar thing in one of the rap battles. Yeah. Um, but he also, like, and but by doing it, he points out, you know, like how poor. And underprivileged, she is like how he doesn't, how this is all he has. Um, yeah. He also kind of makes fun of the other guy. It's really
1: good. He also calls him fat too. But it's also <laughs> like in, in a musical genre where authenticity is a huge virtue. Yeah. You could not get more authentic than this guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I find um interesting about kind of movies that, that discuss rap um, as opposed to other forms of music is that. Rap is very much it's more of a writer's medium than it is a singer's medium, yeah, which I just find um, I think I mean, it's it's
1: a step up from slam poetry, basically.
0: yeah. and I think that's one of the reasons why I personally find that like movies about rap are really effective to a certain extent because um I think you can be really creative and inventive with language, and I think it can say so much about a character. I think it's potentially just like, more effective in kind of shorthand of getting you to understand this artist. Yes. I
1: don't know. No, it's more cinematic to see someone writing in a notebook because that's visual. Right. As opposed to someone, you know, trying to hit C on a guitar. Yeah. And like, The actual process of learning how to play a guitar is boring. Whereas, (laughs) to see on film, whereas in a movie, you could see someone writing poetry. You can hear them saying it in their head, and that translates really well cinematic in cinema terms.
0: It might also just be because like there's some really good examples where and you know, if you compare it to kind of like the scenes of them trying to write songs of Bohemian Rhapsody, which are just absolutely. Ridiculous. Think about like Sing Street
1: though. Sing Street does a good job of again, kids in pretty tough circumstances yeah. trying to become musicians. Oh,
0: it's so good.
1: Yeah. Um, if you like Gully Boy, check out Sing Street.
0: Yeah. The music isn't at all similar, but the, it's got a similar heart.
1: Yeah. Very ambiguous ending too.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, you know, when we sat down to record this, you said to me something that I think is very true. It's often a lot harder to discuss movies that you love and movies that you think are really good um, as opposed to movies that you think are bad. It's easier to point out what is bad about something. It's harder to articulate why something touches you, why something moves you, why something um, elevates you. Yeah. Um, and, th- and this... <clears throat> This film does all of that. This film is extremely effective. I don't think it's emotional, but I don't think it's It's manipulative. It's not
1: modeling, no.
0: I do agree, you know, with what many other critics have said that the kind of one the one thing that doesn't entirely work is Kalki Coelhin, who we usually really like. Her performance is a little flat, but at the same time I also think that's by design.
1: She's supposed to be a dilettante who is n- never going to completely integrate with this world.
0: Yeah, I think that's, I think it's kind of by design. I agree that we're not supposed to take her like late night graffiti session seriously. I think what's we're your supposed favorite, to find her ridiculous. What's
1: your favorite scene? Because I can think of mine right now.
0: I think I I like the scene that I mentioned with the headphones when Ramvir sings, when Vijay Raz brings home his new bride. Um, I think I also really like the scene when they're hanging out on the, like, train that's not moving anywhere. Um, just, like, smoking and and hanging out. And one of Rangir Singh's friends, like, says that Ali really attractive. inadvertently
1: says that she's happy. And she, yeah.
0: like, really, like, and him about there's that. there's a very
1: funny payoff to that uh, subplot later.
0: Yeah, I just, I think, I think a lot of the way that a lot of these characters and these actors are bouncing off of one another, the dynamics here are just so strong that it's just a really kind of, like that's a really low-key scene, them on the train. It's just them hanging out. There's nothing really important that happens other than like there is a bit of payoff to that one guy calling Alibot hot. Very
1: hilarious payoff, But by it's the way. moments
0: like that that I think are far more telling and far more powerful in this film than the kind of big scene when uh, Vijay Raz kind of confronts Ramvir saying and he makes his statement about how he's going to like change his reality to suit his dreams. Yeah. Which, I, th- I mean, that is an effective scene. I just don't think it's as impressive as the lower key stuff.
1: I guess mine isn't a scene. It's probably about 10 minutes of the movie, but for a while, uh, Murad has to take over his dad's job being a driver. Yeah. Because his dad, I forget what he does, he broke his hand or something. Yeah. Um, and he gets tasked with driving a rich young mm-hmm. uh, girl to various parties and stuff. And uh, they hang out outside, kind of this distressed warehouse-looking place. And he, as the driver, has to wait around with the car while she's in there partying. And he hears rap music
0: mm-hmm. coming from
1: this place. No,
0: yeah, this is good. He
1: wanders over, and like the the doorman just kind of waves his hand, like, "No, look at you. Yeah. You're not getting in here." Um, and there's a very specific payoff to that location later. Yeah. But the part I really liked was he goes back to his car and kind of just flips out in silence. We're not hearing him. Mm-hmm. You could just see him kind of freaking out in the car. And also he has to drive her home. And that's where he gets the idea for his first song lyrics is that like even literally in the confines of this car, uh, Octar shoots it in such a way where the, um, the windows of the car act as a barrier yeah. between these two worlds as he's driving her home. She got broken up with or something by some guy, her rich person life. He has no idea. But he's, he's imagining kind of what it could have been. And I thought that was beautiful.
0: Zoya actor understands how to use film language to uh, amplify and touch on narrative and themes. Like, she she has such a mastery of the craft. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, we've seen all of her movies now. I think this might be her best.
1: I would say so. I mean, I've liked all of her movies. Oh, for sure. Um, I think, I don't know if there's a scene, like, there aren't a lot of scenes in this movie that bring you a ton of joy. <laughs> There's nothing in this that uh, reflects. It's
0: not. It's not. It's like, not a bummer. Though. It's not poverty porn. Yeah. Like...
1: but like the Galang scene in *Dil Dhadakne Do* was just such like a yes. a powerhouse of that must have taken forever to figure out how to shoot. There was nothing that was kind of that guitar solo moment in mm-hmm. *Gully Boy*, but I'd say I, I, I mean, I probably like *Gully Boy* better. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Sings good in both of them too.
0: He is. he's the best. Yeah. Right, I think that he's the
1: champ. He's the goat.
0: I think that sums things up. Um, yeah, go see I it. I think ultimately, like,
1: if you're one of our Western film goer fans who listens to us, possibly because of your other show, like, go to your local
0: <laughs> and you've gotten this far into this episode. <laughs> yes,
1: go to your local theater that is showing Hindi films. Yeah, and check this out.
0: Yeah, it's really good.
1: It's it's really good. Hopefully, uh, India submits it for Oscar. I, I think... guess
0: I mean it's so early. We'll see.
1: But it's the sort of thing that. Could definitely transcend barriers. I
0: think it could. This could easily be a crossover hit if given the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. And again, I think like they're it's so clear who Murad is and why he's angry and what he has to say. Like where, like we understand his damage.
1: Yes, he's a, a socially conscious <laughs> rapper who is not the guy from the Lonely Island throwing things on the ground. Yeah,
0: we understand his damage in a way. That's good, Heather's reference. Of the anyway, very nice in a way that i don't feel like um we necessarily understand or that i don't feel the movies earn in rockstar or Ashika and a lot of other movies in that space yeah all right that brings us to the end of this episode
1: yeah what are we, we what are we doing next week
0: we will be back in a couple weeks uh we'll be continue-
1: <laughs> what? i'm just thinking about what we're doing next week and how it's completely the opposite level of subtlety of gully boy
0: yeah okay <laughs> we'll be back in a couple of weeks uh and we're picking up a series that we've been doing on uh streaming streaming shows uh, so, typically we've put this in our supplemental category, but we now have a kind of series name. It'll be called Netflix and Dill.
1: Courtesy of your other podcast host, Paul Mawichuk. Yes. Master of puns.
0: Thanks, Paul. It was great. So, uh, we will be talking about Mirzapur, the Amazon Prime series.
1: Yes. Do you like violence? <laughs> sex? Swearing? This is the one for you.
0: I mean, I'm well, sure. I like all those things. In the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up with the show?
1: Well... Uh, Bollywoodisforlovers.tumblr.com Boom, look us up there.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Twitter, at BollywoodPod. I'm there too, at Matt underscore B-O-W-E-S.
0: I am on Twitter, at Erin E. Freezer. E-R-I-N-E-F-R-E-S-E-R. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Bollywoodisforlovers.
1: Come tell us why Aditya Roy Kapoor is your favorite actor <laughs> and why we've desperately wronged you yet again.
0: If you're a fan of the show, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, five stars would be great. While you're over there, you can subscribe to my other show that I do, that I do weekly with Paul Matwichuk called Trash on the Movies. Um, we're actually doing an episode that kind of touches on this in a bit.
1: Rock music. I had to explain a lot of references for you.
0: Yeah, we're doing an episode about like a s- inspiring teachers. Uh, so we're gonna be talking about To Sir with Love and School of Rock.
1: I think so. I know where you're headed on this one too.
0: Well, we'll see.
1: We'd also like to thank Becca Dalkey for our great new podcast artwork. Yeah, that's it. Go see Gully Boy. I'd love to see it again, honestly.
0: Yeah, I'm sure we will see it again.
1: Yeah. Okay, bye.